Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we talk about how to know when to make a change in your homeschooling curriculum. It can be tough to let go, so hopefully this helps you. Also, we're going to be releasing the new You to Dad daily calendar. This is a great Christmas present for your husband, and we only have limited quantities, so keep an eye out on our Facebook page and also our website for when those become available. This is also a great way to help out the Smiling Homeschooler. Before we start, we also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum and one that will help you smile more, so go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, hi, everybody. Uh, it uh, still is hanging on here in northern Indiana. It still feels kind of like summer, and I'm not complaining at all. Where uh, I've been working on the RV, kind of doing the third renovation of its life. Um, at least since I've owned it, um, which is kind of amazing. We we when when we first got it, I think in 2006, we gutted it out. We added bunk beds. We did the floor, the cushions, and then I don't know how many years later the cushions wore out, and we replaced all. We had it recovered, and we put a new floor laminate plank flooring. You know where you snap together, and then uh, about five years ago we did that five years ago and then the planks in the winter kind of pulled apart so i've taken all the furniture out again and we're laying down a flooring and hopefully this is the last time we're gonna do it um because someday one of these days my wife and i we're gonna downgrade into a smaller rv so if you're in need of a wonderful wonderful rv that runs great looks great and has gobs of memories ben's gonna cry even as we talk um you might be in, interested in the family man mobile number three that uh i'm not selling it yet but i'm just telling you it's coming it's coming <laughs> be a sad day for sure but looks good <clears throat> turned out good yep. so good job yep well hey ben uh you know this is the time there's just something about this season I mean, maybe we talk about it we've talked about it the last couple of years um that it just feels like homeschooling and school and um, in fact, uh, the last several days it's been raining and, uh, I even put a post today that said, uh, if homeschooling in October in the rain was a, a smell, it would be pumpkin spice because it just smells like snugly and, uh, reading and paper and paste and glue <laughs> and projects yeah. and uh and i just wondered if, if yet so it's still there's no still we're not hope, we're not there <laughs> we're still no in the hopeful part that's right and i wondered when and i probably asked you in the past you know do you have like those fond kind of in the fall starting school kind of feelings that are attached to maybe not anything but just of that time together yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily know if a specific moments per se, but I think fall does for a lot of people. And I've seen, you know, polls and stuff that people love fall. So I think there's just something about like that change of the season. It feels pretty drastic. You know, it can kind of get start be starting to drop in temperature and it feels a little bit festive, you know, Thanksgiving a little bit later and, and all that. So, yeah, I don't really know if I think of something specific, but it definitely felt like a fun, more fun time because you could still do stuff outside if you wanted, but you know, you're not, so you're not locked inside yet. And, uh, but I can't think of anything like really specific, uh, you know, like one, one specific fall memory. I mean, I know like one time we went with our, uh, 
with our homeschool group, we went to an apple factory where they like processed apples, not make them, but you know, they, they process them. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool. You know, so we got to do some, some fun fall tradition type stuff. Uh, you know, like we talked about a few weeks ago, fall festivals. I think it can just be really uh, a time where you can kind of uh, do some, do some very good family stuff where like, I know a long time ago we used to go camping out in our backyard once a year and it was usually during the fall, you know? So uh, yeah, definitely good memories. Even though I feel like my actual memory of fall now is like country living more than reality. I feel like in reality, it's like <laughs> everything's slowly turning, doesn't really, you know, and then you have like four days where it's gorgeous and and then it's over and everything's dead and gone and, you know, you didn't actually do any of this stuff. But uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I like, I, I think fall is pretty fun. I just wish winter wasn't after it, you know. I know, I know, but that's, but it is. <laughs> Um, well, we had another big week this week, um, and I don't even know if it's public knowledge, Ben, but we're going to make it public now, um, that uh, Catherine, my daughter, had her uh, reveal. Do you think it's safe to say this? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, guess, I keep thinking it was a secret, but when every time I say, am I allowed to tell, mom kind of goes, well, yeah. <laughs> so... Well, Catherine, they had, Catherine and her husband, Josh, were expecting in February, and they had their reveal, you know, like they do now. Um, and uh, we're expecting another granddaughter, so we're super excited. Um, so it'll be two granddaughters and three grandsons. Um, and the, the whatever continues. The adventure continues. So anyway. Yeah. So Now, well, this was a topic I kind of suggested. Um uh, I don't know what made me think about it, but you know, you get into homeschooling. It's been we've been going now for what I don't know, a couple months now, a uh, month and a half, uh, and or a couple weeks. Yeah, or a couple weeks, or a couple <laughs> days if if you're if you needed it, you know. But I think there's a time where everyone starts getting into it, and then that's when you actually start realizing maybe something isn't as going is the way you thought it might, uh, which is probably everything. But, you know, I think that's pretty common with anything is you're, you know, you kind of have that initial excitement phase and you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be great. This new curriculum is going to be wonderful. But then maybe stuff starts changing and it can feel like, well, I spent all this money. Uh, you know, I maybe I put a lot of time into it or whatever it is and you don't want to have to make the change, but, uh, correcting course or you know knowing when to let go uh, I think is an important topic because I think a lot of people start feeling it probably within the first couple months um, but Dad, so what Ben uh, do you think I, I'm kind of like analyzing this what do you think some of the signs are that it's time to change uh, so, sorry I was reading this comment here when is it time to change is that what you said yeah so I mean like how yeah. do you know I mean, I, mean, I think the moms are going like, how do I know yeah. when it's time to change? I think the kids will start making it obvious to some extent. You know, if you just have a child that just is, I think maybe not, you know, I, I don't think they have to be completely like in love with it. Cause I think it's, you know, it can be all school camp isn't always fun for some kids, but if it just feels like you are just pounding your head against the wall and you're dreading this time every single day and they just, you know, and the, and the, and one, maybe, maybe it's just one child just feels like they cannot pick it up. You know, I think that isn't always just your fault or their fault. It could just be, they aren't learning well with that, that curriculum. Uh, there may be something else, but, 
Um, I know that was definitely the case for us many, many, many times where, you know, mom would get something, we'd start it and we'd start doing it. And it was like, I'm not learning anything. Uh, you know, it's not connecting. I'm just zoning out or I just can't visualize it the way they want you to do it. Um, and then, you know, mom would try something else and eventually she'd find something and it would click and then she would just stick with it. But, um, I don't know that that's the first thing that comes to mind. Well, I was thinking too, that, you know, when you first start school there, you do some tweaking, you know, like I know mom, she always gets her, her schedule set. And, uh, you know, that first day it all falls apart and, but I, you know, she tweaks things a little bit. She says, she'll think, oh, I spent too much time here. I didn't spend enough, a lot of, maybe a lot enough time here. And so I need to adjust some more time. Or I'm going to have the kids watch these kids while we're doing this. That's different then you get to that point where you're like you're crying a lot where your kids are crying a lot and you wake up in the morning thinking i just don't want to do school today i don't want to do i don't i don't like this i don't want to do it anymore i think that's the sign that maybe it's time to change um because you know we started this thing we named this thing the smiling homeschooler because we want you to smile and by smiling we don't want you to just force it on your face we want you to smile and your children to smile and i think when they're not smiling that is a sign not just from the universe but that is a sign from god that i think that um it's time to do something differently um, and I, I've heard of moms, you know, who will say, I know we're doing it the wrong way. I know this is not the right way, but I'm just going to keep doing it because this is what we've signed up for. This is what I've chosen. This is what we're going to do. And to me, that is insanity. Um, I, I can remember even as a kid watching this movie and I'm not don't go watch it because I don't know if it was good or bad. It was on television and it was the Howard Hughes story and Howard Hughes. It shows them. Uh, he's building this airplane. It's not the Spruce Goose that's, you know, that great big giant one that didn't fly. It was just some kind of aluminum shiny airplane. And they had put in like 10 billion rivets in it, you know, that, are, that hold the wings together. And, and I remember we went to go see a, um, uh, on, on somebody's birthday, Ben. No, it wasn't our birthday. Christian Tucker's birthday, I think. We went to go see... Uh, uh, some guy who oh, renovated yeah. old uh, military planes. And you can see on every wing, there's these double row of rivets da -da -da -da, all over the place, holding every piece of, of the skin together. And uh, Howard Hughes, is, he's out there analyzing this airplane that they've just finished. And all these rivets are above, they, they make like a little bump on the wing. And they said something like, well, he found out that this would sl slow down the aerodynamics, causing it to go slower. So he said, we need to take out all the rivets and we need to put new ones, sink them below the surface. And the guy who just did it is like dumbfounded. But Howard Hughes knew that there was a time to make a change and that it was ludicrous to keep doing, go ahead with the design that they already had thinking that wasn't going to affect it. And I think, you know, that comes to the point where you, in your heart, you know, that I, I hate this and my kids hate this. I think that's the time to change. But like I said, Ben, you know, there are some people who have this fear of changing. And what do you think, because I'm not necessarily that person, what do you think that fear, where did that fear come from and how does it look differently maybe? Well, I think, I mean, 
I think there's obviously the familiarity. If you've done something for many years and it's worked for the other ones, uh, it can feel more comfortable to just stick with what you know, what you've done. You've worked through the teacher's workbook or you've, you know, you, you understand how it works and it can feel like a ton of extra work to go outside of your comfort zone. I know like, you know, have you ever like gone to a new event or something and one day feels like it takes like four days, but then, you know, you go to your favorite vacation spot and like four days feels like it's like one day, you know, and it's like once your brain normalizes something, it makes it feel a lot easier and like tough goes a lot faster. So I feel like getting outside of that comfort zone and especially curriculum can be really tough because I know there's a lot of people who have, you know, let's say they've done a Becca for five kids or something like that. And then they get to a kid that's just like cannot learn. It can feel really tough to switch uh, and do something new. But I, I think you know, especially when you like something. Yeah. Like so if I've liked something and it's worked for this kid and it's worked for this kid and then this kid doesn't work. It's really hard to say, oh, I'm going to have to learn something different mm -hmm. or do something differently for this kid because obviously it's not working for him or her. Totally. And it, I think it's also important to remember, like, it is not, you know, this is not theology per se. This is not, you know, a biblical mandate that this, or you know, like, I think people sometimes become so into one kind that they start identifying as a certain type of curriculum almost, mm. you know, uh, there's some huge movements right now with that. And that's not necessarily wrong, but it just may not work for every kid. And it might be causing more strain in the relationship than they realize or that, uh, you know, and it may not be worth it. Someone here said our piece is worth way more money than the money or way more than the money spent on books. And she yeah. said that kind of in response to herself before she said, it's just hard with spouses knowing you spent money on it to switch, you know, um, and that can be tough. Um, but thankfully there's opportunities and options out there that you may not have to lose the entire amount. Yeah. Don't talk about that yet, Ben. We'll yeah, talk about we, that. We'll, we'll, we'll go end. more okay. into that later, but, but I think, I think yeah. you're right. I mean, cause that, that's another one of those fears of changing fears of I'm going to lose a lot of money in this. I think there's also that kind of that fear of saying I'm changing to some people feels like, saying I'm failing. And I don't, again, I don't see it that way. I don't see, um, you know, if I go out to to build something and I've got the wrong tool and I'm like banging around for a few minutes, I'm like, this is not working. I'm gonna have to go get a different tool. I don't say, well, I have failed with this tool. It's just adjusting. Um, you know, like the old Thomas Edison illustration about, I don't even know what it's accurate if it's true, but you know, he said he didn't fail 10,000 times. He, he figured out how not to build whatever the light bulb 10, in 10,000 ways. Um, and I think, you know, it's just, it's okay to say this didn't work. Uh, and I think for a lot of moms, uh, that's, that may be your, your biggest hurdle to just admit that to yourself uh, and and be okay with that. Yeah, and it's not wasted time either, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. even if you've done it, because someone mentioned, you know, uh, it can be hard because of the time invested, you know, and, and that can, that that's definitely discouraging if you put a whole bunch of time in developing or, you know, working on something or prepping or researching. But that doesn't, like Dad just said, it doesn't mean it's gone. It just means you now know <laughs> that at least for this child or this situation or this time, 
this one doesn't work and you don't have to worry about that one anymore, you know, because and then that's the cool thing now is with homeschooling. There's so many options now compared to what it used to be. Um, not necessarily all better. I think some of them are actually maybe worse, you know, but uh, it's at least you do have different styles. And I think that's super cool. Um, and maybe that's what you what you were saying, Ben, is that it's not really it's not a race to get it done. It's not like something it's not school. It's just life. And, you know, by trying for two or three months and that and finding that it's not working very well, that's just part of the process. You didn't lose all that you did. You get it. You know, you've gained a lot in that. You've learned a lot. They've learned a lot. You've had some great time together, some hard time together. That's still good. And that that's that's good time. Um, And so, you know, but there comes a point where you say, it's time to change. Um, and in fact, I there was a post over, or I made a post over at Facebook today that I asked people, you know, what's been your favorite curriculum this year and why? And I'll tell you, if you haven't looked down through it, I think there are 170 comments. Um, I think you would do yourself a big favor, in, or a service, not a favor, maybe do yourself a favor or a service by checking that out because there's a lot of good content over there, a lot of good comments over there. Um, yeah, but before we start going through, because I think you wanted to, you know, maybe bring up a few, um, I do want to say thank you to the curriculum that sponsors this Smiling Homeschooler podcast. And, you know, it may feel like we are very positive about them because they 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 are a sponsor and that is not true um we would recommend them even if they weren't part of the smiling homeschooler um amber said in one of the comments actually uh, that we'll be reading here in a minute she said thanks to you guys teaching textbooks math has always made me a very cranky homeschool mom now i can smile a lot more and she had a couple people agree with her um that is basically what happened in our house is uh, math time was a very hard time. Uh, a lot of tears were shed, and teaching textbooks really changed it all and made it so much uh, more fun and pain-free, and we all, I think, learned better overall uh, and retained it better. Um, so, you know, again, if, if the money thing is a concern, they have monthly plans, so you don't have to commit for very long if it doesn't work. And also they have lots of, um, they have sample lessons and free trials. So you can go check them out and uh, they have all the different grades uh, and you can do it from basically any device. So it's really, really easy to use and very slick. So head on over to teachingtextbooks.com. Dad, did you, uh, so yeah, your post. Yeah, you I, I just, cause I'm always looking for that, you know, when I'm ready to change, I'm always looking for, so what am I gonna change to? Um, because again, there are so many options. And as you look at those 170 comments um, on Facebook, uh, there are just lots and lots of people who lots who like lots and lots of different things. Um, some people like uh, video things like Abeka or Bob Jones. They like someone, you know, sitting there and doing all the teaching so they don't have to, which is a good option. Um, there are other people who liked um alpha and may oh, omega they like the life of ted in fractions um i, I don't, don't even know what life of ted is get the gather round which is a fairly new unit studies um here's one by kim rogers discovering design with chemistry um and i think that's a jay wild uh, uh textbook but i do like when i see things that are mentioned over and over and over again 
because when I see those, you know, it kind of makes me take note and think there must be something good about that. And one of the ones that I was, uh, I saw mentioned multiple, multiple times was Masters, Master Books. Um, Master Books um, is uh, uh, the part that I liked. Uh, like Angela said, Master Books has been a game changer for us. It lays out the lessons and they're easy to follow easy enough to follow there are always references back to previous lessons there's a constant review as they move forward this reinforces previous lessons um and i hear that when someone says it's grab and go uh usually for the moms who are thinking about a change they're feeling a little overwhelmed so they're thinking how can i do this in a more easy way um i've talked to several moms in person who say master's book master books has made a huge difference in our life for that very reason that it's they're short lessons and there's not a lot of prep in it um, and when you have a big family or whether you have a small family or if you're just busy with life because life is busy um, that that's a big that's a big plus for me so I don't know Bennett were you looking through there did you see anything else that kind of stood out to you yeah, um, I've got a train going by right now, so it might be a little bit loud. But Rebecca, who's also been commenting here, she said, we've been using the Ramsey Solutions Career Readiness course and watching Dave Ramsey and Ken Coleman on YouTube. Alternative math since we didn't want Algebra 2 or Geometry this year. Love the flexibility of doing something different. You know, that's that's awesome. We did something like that. Um, not that exact one, but something similar in um, my probably second to last year. And I loved it because it felt super practical and uh, just very, uh, yeah, just very practical compared to like Algebra 2 or something like that. So I think that's a great uh, suggestion. Uh, someone said the mystery of science, uh, which I think, let's see here. Yeah, which isn't, I'm not familiar with that one, but I know we've done drive through history. Um, the cool thing is also is there's a lot of options that you can kind of do hybrid stuff, you know, and, and I think something else that people forget is the library is still around. Uh, they can give you, that can be an amazing resource. Um, I thought our library actually had a sign outside that was like, it's like the best tool for school is a library card or something like that. Uh, and you know, with any library loans and stuff, a lot of this you might actually be able to uh, kind of build or slash supplement something that you're already doing um, through through them. Um, Sunlight is literature-based, Christian, and exciting for both kids. Um, and then they also have science. I know we did sunlight reading and loved it. I mean, that honestly has had a huge impact on my life. I mean, I just remember some of those books in such a positive way, and we've and really them before. My wife would say, Ben's mom would say that. Uh, we did. We didn't do everything Sunlight right. offered. Nope. We basically used their reading list and their books, exactly. and we read their books, and that was the best part uh, for us in Sunlight. Even though they do have more stuff, if you like to do more stuff, yeah. Something also I would like to have is if anyone has any recommendations that they have um, interacted with is uh, nowadays there's starting to be more emphasis on coding and basic like you know computer programming stuff like that uh, if anyone's had anything they've liked and done I think that'd be interesting to see uh, just because I'd like to look mm -hmm. into it more um, is someone said uh, Rebecca again said history this year for my 10th graders it's autobiographies and they're uh, choosing in my of their choosing in mine they pick what they're interested in and I want them to read some Christian missionary books uh, I mean 
honestly, like if you're just doing history for anyone that can read on their own, that's that's <laughs> plenty. I mean, uh, there's so much they can learn just through reading, uh, and honestly, in everything, it's that way. We've talked about that many times. Um, but yeah, I think the attitude of how is this going to help me? What can they do with it? Especially as they get older, I think is so important to feel. Because otherwise, it can feel really dumb and pointless. And I think your kids feel that if something just feels like really really over the top i know i struggle with that and sometimes would you know go back and forth with mom on it and you know because uh, sometimes it can just feel so meaningless especially the higher level stuff uh that you probably won't use but you know that's your decision so so there's take a, a look over it books man oh so and, and there's just so many different ones um and i assume you know there are so many different ones because everybody likes everybody's different you know and your kids are different and uh, someone said down towards the bottom that they like they do YouTube um, for the higher grades and what a great way to learn yeah. I think the important thing is uh, you know again using your face as a barometer your kids face as a barometer if you're not smiling do something that makes you smile that makes your kids smile um, you know don't don't just uh, you know don't get discouraged and quit because home is still the best place for your kids. Um, but there are just so many options within that. And, you know, I just thought maybe we'd kind of close out our time, um, you know, and talk about. Uh, I got well, what do you here. think about like the spouse okay. thing and then also the money thing? Uh, you know, you mentioned like reselling, stuff like that, um, mm -hmm. opportunities there. But what do you think, you know, because I, I get that, you know, where I've my wife will be like, oh, this is the best thing. We've got to do this. And so she buys it and then she realizes she doesn't like it, doesn't work. And we wasted a bunch of money on it and then we get something else. And maybe we waste it again <laughs> after that, you know, and it doesn't work either. But especially with, you know, homeschooling, that's kind of par for the course, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. So how do you think? Well, you get then, spouses as a married person for, uh, you know, thir for 31 years. You know, there's the old adage, if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. <laughs> and uh, we have all done that. Where we husbands, we have seen our wives, and maybe wives have seen their husbands do the same thing. Yeah, where I'm they sure. say, oh, we got to have this. And they spend $349. And then they've got six of those. We've got to have this setting as, that they'd never use. And what I've learned as a husband is when my wife says, oh, I got to try this one next. I go, that sounds like a great idea. Um, because I know that, you know, sometimes you got to spend some money to find the right tool. And, you know, sometimes for a husband, and this is not for you wives, I'm talking to your husbands. Or, so go back and let them listen to this. Husbands, you know, suck it up and let your wife spend the money on these things. Um, wives, you know, yes, you should be aware, you know, that maybe it is hard for your husband to see you be excited about something knowing in his head that you're not going to be excited about it for very long. So maybe you tiptoe in, don't rush right in. Um, I know my wife buys lots of her curriculum used. Um, if you've never done that, it's super easy. You know, just go on Facebook Marketplace or eBay or anywhere else that might sell used curriculum if you're part of a state organization or ask on your facebook page you know on hey i'm thinking about the good and the beautiful anybody got a spare copy that i can borrow or that i can check out don't jump in with both feet if you have a tendency not to do any swimming yeah. 
you know and 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 you know i think for a husband i'm a lot more excited because i know my wife my wife has this thing for rugs you know and so she buys rugs um you know and so i go and i drive oh somewhere between one <laughs> two hours away to go get a rug that she has found on facebook marketplace and then i bring it back i move all the furniture out of her house or out of that room we lay the rug down we move all the furniture back in and she goes i don't like that rug <laughs> and in my head i'm like it's a fine rug just keep the rug um because i am just happy with whatever um but so here's what my wife will do so she said she'll say within um, 24 hours i found another rug and it's only an hour and a half away and i'm like okay i'll go get it <laughs> this and is 100 a true story <laughs> and then she takes that first rug and she sells it sometimes she sells it for more than she bought on the that she paid it for she sells it for more than she paid for and i'll tell you that eases my pain um and so it doesn't feel like i've got six rugs sitting stacked up in the house you know just collecting dust um and i and i think you know moms if you'll do the same thing with maybe your curriculum um put it on ebay put it on facebook marketplace and i know lots of you have never done that before it's super easy you just get on there and say hey i'm getting rid of whatever and this is what i'm asking um and probably you'll find someone standing in line waiting to buy whatever you have um and that that takes a lot of the pain away yeah and i mean co-ops are a great uh opportunity for finding people right. who you know have other resources you can use um and conventions go to homeschooling conventions you know the the, the a lot of times even the creators of the curriculum will be there and if you haven't gone to a homeschooling convention then that is something that i think people don't think enough about like they're like well i can see it online but sometimes being able to talk to them ask questions um, and look through the book or talk to someone who uses it uh, can be really, really awesome. Uh, and, you know, if you start feeling a little bit like, man, this looks like a lot, then just listen to it right then and go, it's going to be a lot. Don't do it. You know, like right, it's right. okay to just, if you have that little inkling, don't push past it and be like, well, I really think I've heard good things. And I, even though I don't think I'm going to like it, we'll just try it anyway. Uh, maybe then just don't, you know, so. Um, Unless you're thinking about buying our products yes, and then, then go ahead and spend it. the money. No matter what, always. No matter uh, what. If, you're, if you yeah. have to go without eating and your kids have to go without birthday and Christmas, buy our stuff anyway. Which on that note, a uh, great way to support <laughs> The Smiling Homeschooler is if you go over to thesmilinghomeschooler.com, uh, it will take you hit on the store. That will take you over to um, our books, dad's books that he's written. Uh, they're just all encouragement. If you know a mom maybe who, uh, you know, or yourself, and, and maybe as a good gift, they're not expensive. They're inexpensive books. They're really, really encouraging. And it's a great way to really help out The Smiling Homeschooler if it's made an impact on you. But Yeah. Dad, I think and by gonna... the way, a uh, little teaser, tomorrow um, we got our first batch of our 2022 You to Dad daily calendars nice. that we are a huge hit for us. We've sold them to lots and lots of dads and lots of moms who get them for their husbands every Christmas. They're, some of them are showing up tomorrow. Um, so if you want a great plan your Christmas gift for your husband already, they're not available. I'm just letting you know they're coming yeah. along with some pretty cool family man headgear. Um, that's going to be new, and uh, we're excited about that as well. Yeah. 
can't be like a sub $15 gift that you can do every year that they will really, really like. So unless it's over that, I could be wrong, but I don't think it is. No, it's sub 15, but you don't get Amazon Prime yes. shipping. Sorry about so that. Order early and make sure you get one because it is yeah. limited, usually a uh, limited run. So, well, hey, Ben, we're, we're out of time. Um, but I guess what I want uh, every all the moms listening now to feel okay about it. If you're midstream and you're thinking, this is not working, my kids aren't liking it, make a change. You know, and don't feel the pressure to make the change tomorrow. You know, maybe, maybe you have to set your stuff aside because I don't like tears. I don't think it's fun. It doesn't, it doesn't accomplish what you wanted to accomplish by just muscling it through. Your, your kids are not gonna be learning. So maybe you set that aside and say, hey everybody, we're just gonna play some board games for the next week until our new curriculum arrives, or we're going to just get this one book from the library and we're gonna read it out loud. Or we're gonna go to Sunlight and see what their list of books are. And we're gonna read some of those. Or maybe some of those books that you've bought in the past and um you know that, that have been sitting on a shelf you're just going to sit on the couch and you're going to read for an hour or two um one mom said on the comment she goes do uh do, do just reading good books does that count as a favorite curriculum and the answer is of yes. course um so you know again this is just this is easy don't don't be uh stressed out just plug away this is supernatural god made you smart enough to figure it out and um, and then make a change. Um, don't be insane. Don't keep doing. Don't keep doing it if it's not working. And uh, of course, don't forget to smile. Thanks for listening to another episode. We hope it was encouraging and helped you smile this week. Also, again, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks, as always, for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They're the hot math curriculum that helps homeschoolers smile, and we hope you check them out. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling. <laughs>